back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. Today, I'd like to talk about a little bit of a tough topic. Actually, it can be a very tough topic, but depression during COVID. I, I didn't really even want to talk much about this whole pandemic. Um, I wanted to keep things kind of bland and general for life, but um, clearly this thing is not going away. And it's not going to do us any good to not talk about it in some regard. Um, and I have been, our family has been, many people I know of have been dealing with some variances of depression, anxiety, frustration, worrisome, lots of and lots and lots of fear. And I guess I wanted to talk about it because I want you to know, my six listeners, that you're not alone. In whatever stage you're in, in all of this, whether you've been stuck at home with your kids or your husband or yourself or just your dog or your cat or just yourself, and you're lonely and you're scared and you're confused or you're a family or you're um, older and you're in that bracket of 60, 65, 70, 80, and, or maybe you're younger and you have asthma and, and or diabetes or a child with diabetes or you're bound to have some sort of depression, anxiety, fear. We just said it. I mean, there, I don't know anybody other than my husband and truly, oh my gosh, so he is like, this thing started several weeks ago in the U.S. and immediately, and he's still to this day just, um, okay, so Forrest Gump in the movie Forrest Gump, which I hope you've seen. If you haven't, you need to because it's like the most best movie ever, my favorite of all time. Anyway, in the scene where they're on the shrimp boat and... Lieutenant Dan was had his sea legs and he was kind of swinging up there and they were trying to keep their shrimp afloat and they made a fortune during the storm because every other boat was abandoned and capsized and here they are just like swinging away and he's yelling at God, is that all you got? That's my husband. He legit is not at all afraid of any of this stuff and he works in a hospital. He is not a doctor but he does work in a hospital in the construction division and they are currently working on the, uh, what do you call them? I mean, they're transportable morgues. It's a, it's a trailer, a refrigerated trailer that they're um, designing and fixing up to be a morgue overflow here in St. Louis. So he has been, he is essential. They have not let them go clearly and they have plenty for them to do sort of and so he yeah he's just like this is it like I got this most people most everyone on the planet is not like my husband I'm sure there's others out there I'm sure of it but he is definitely in the margin of few the rest of us however have some issues with what's happening. It's unlike anything we've ever seen ever in our life. 
Um, and even for those who went through World War, World War II, I mean, I'm, there still should be some alive from World War I, maybe. I'm doubtful that they listened to this podcast. Um, if they were, I just feel like, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that's so new to all of us. It's like, even if you went through 9-11, most, I think, who do listen to this podcast would have been pretty aware and remember lots of 9-11. It's like my PTSD from that is hitting pretty hard. I distinctly remember 9-11 and where I was and what I was doing. I think everybody does. And um, it's kind of like when people say, where were you during the Kennedy assassination? Well, number one, I wasn't alive. But I remember that being a thing to say, well, it's sort of like the 9-11. Well, now it's going to be like, how did you get through pandemic? Like later on, like hopefully sooner than later, but later on, that's maybe what we'll say. But with 9-11, the eeriest thing for me was the planes overhead just stopping, just ceasing. And the American flags that were legit on every porch, everywhere, down every block, everywhere. Um, and I remember hearing the very first plane come back. And we didn't even live near an airport. So it wasn't like it was a constant to like a dead silence kind of thing. It was just something about that, right? The planes did the damage, then the planes are gone, and now the planes are back, right? That's like now I'll just even at night, I'll lay in bed and I'll hear a plane. I'll be like, oh, everything's okay again. Like literally in my head, I'm not saying this out loud, but in my head it's, oh, like I can breathe. <sighs> Wake up the next morning. No, 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 mm-mm, no, definitely not over. And so it's like day after day after day of that, after of that, it's, it's wearing on me, wears on your faith. It wears on your endurance to keep going. There's, there's no end in sight. Um, I know they're trying really hard to flatten this curve. That has definitely been a, a phrase we've all heard is flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Um, and it seems like we could be really close depending on your state, depending on uh, maybe your city. So I guess depending on where you live, it varies. We're in the Midwest and it slowly gravitated from the West and then sort of stalemated and then it blasted the East Coast and it blasted Chicago, Detroit. Um, but being that we're in St. Louis, I don't know, we've, we do have our fair share of cases, but not nearly what is in other places, kind of like the... Uh, economic collapse in 08, it's kind of the same thing. It's sort of like, well, you know, we're feeling it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not near what it is in other places. So that should bring you some sort of peace and comfort a little bit, some safety. But again, the not knowing when is it going to end? When is it going to hit us? Those just stir up more and more anxiety and anxiousness in, in anybody, even sane people and totally normal people, not on drugs and things and whatever. I've got my issues. And yeah, I, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about how do we deal with that? How do we cope? First off, 
myself, I have to say it's got to be normal. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a therapist, but this has got to be so freaking normal. Um, I'm starting to get like county text from about the depression and who to call out to and who to talk to. And I walk my dog with a friend, um, which we haven't really because of the whole keep the six feet. And then I was reading that even if you're talking and you're, you are contaminated, I don't know what to call it, you're infected, but you're asymptomatic, it can, even just talking can spread it 25 feet. I'm like, good Lord, I, I just, I can't even talk to her now and walk with her. And she, you know, was is a therapist, so I would bounce things off of her and even her, like, she's sick of being at home. Like, it's, any one of us is going to have some degree, some level of fear, anxiety, depression, frustration, sadness, anxiousness, worry, and that's okay. I mean, you're not, you're definitely not alone. You, you are not hot alone. You are in the vast majority. Only strange ones like my husband are out there like asking for it to like, is this it? Is this all you've got? Like Lieutenant Dan. Um, we need each other. We're social creatures, clearly. Like, this has just thrown a wrench in all of our systems. Even my kids, who are introverts, two of them, for sure, are definite introverts, are having a really hard time. And they're around people. Like, they live with people. They're not alone alone. And it, it's hard. The whole adjustment of... And it's not even the whole, like, being told you have to stay in your house. Like, we're all being grounded. Um, and we're all being punished for something. It's not even that. Like creatively a lot of things are getting done my shoot my daughter's painting my office area and um there's homework to do and there's you know stuff to go to goodwill when it reopens there's plenty to do nobody's harping on that I think just the fact that we we've, we have lost some of our freedoms you can go to the store you can go get gas you can shop online but you can't go to the store and try anything on right now I guess you could at Target but I don't know, even then, so many people are posting online where they got yelled at by people at the store because they touched the wrong ketchup and they didn't purchase both. Good gravy. Like, we've got nuts. I've seen some nuts. I've seen some fights in the grocery store. And I think it's just bringing this, a lot of this is bringing out the worst in people. All I can say to you is no matter what level you're at in this stage of crazy and worry, deep breaths, legit, like, I remember the cartoons when I was a kid, they would, they would have a paper bag suddenly in their hand and they would just breathe in this bag. And I was like, I'm so stupid, but it makes sense. Don't grab a bag, but breathe in slow, breathe out slow. So we know everybody out there has had to deal with some sort of negativity during this whole COVID corona crazy. Um, whether it's your depression, your frustration, your anxiety, your somebody in your family, a friend, everybody is dealing with something during this other than pure joy and bliss. Even my husband, who is, um, he's even him, has got some things that we're all dealing with this stuff. So let's talk about, 
let's talk about hope. Let's talk about how we can find the positives and what are those positives. Personally, for me, being that I am a grocery delivery ship shopper and I'm super healthy, um, I am making a lot more money than I have in years past, than I ever had with this company. Um, and I am able to use my love language of helping. And it's been amazing. It's been a journey. I will say this. It's been a journey. I have, I had to figure out where my balance was and I had to make sure that if I wasn't taking care of me, um, I couldn't take care of other people. So I have had to shut my phone off and do some things. That's just kind of a side note on the whole fixing, you know, just figuring me out. But that's a positive, right? Another positive is I'm healthy. I'm taking care of me. It's it's all good. Another positive is my kids are home. My baby girl got to come home from Colorado from school early and she'll probably be with us the rest of the summer, which means I get to be with her for her 21st birthday. That's awesome. My son is home. It's so it's actually kind of a negative, but still a positive. I mean, what senior in high school doesn't want to be done without having to do finals or a senior project or a senior presentation or having all the other added add-ons that go with it. There's a lot of great senior memories he's missing. A lot. Their senior camping trip, their ditch day, their uh, all the honors programs awards that they're missing. They are going to still have a graduation and they are still going to have their after grad party. I'm so grateful for that. But it could be like June or July before we see that. So that's a little frustrating. Um, but I mean, again, who wouldn't, what's positive in that? Who wouldn't want to say, yeah, my senior year ended early. Actually, so they did here at our school district. Actually, I think our entire state. No, I think it's just the county and the city. They, um, seniors are done. Like if they wanted to freeze their third quarter grades, they are officially done without having to do anything else. No other work. So bonus for him. Bonus, right? Positive. Negative. Positive. Always a positive. But my babies are home all day long. They get to walk the dog. They get to clean up the kitchen. They get to vacuum the floors. I get to go work, which I love because I'm using my love language of helping. Um, so there's a positive and all these things. I know there's positives out there for you. Um, whether that's spending a lot more time with your kids. And I know for a lot of people that's not always a great thing, but it can be. Remember, if they're little, they're not going to remember this ever but you get to see them grow each and every day. You would have missed that otherwise. If they're bigger, you get to have these amazing conversations with them. Yes, I get it. Everybody's home. Everybody's tense. There's probably a lot more fighting or a little more arguing than normal, but you get to have these amazing teaching moments, right? So I, there's just, there is, there's positives in all this. We've had a like two week game of Monopoly going on. When else would I get to do that? We've made some interesting dishes with the randomness that we have in the house. I've made some pretty crazy baking bready kind of things that I didn't have chocolate chips. I had these weird chips and it tasted weird, but it was interesting and it was a positive because I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Um, I have never seen people's lawns look so good. So think about that. You got to pull weeds. That would have otherwise been overgrown and been seeded and spread all over your yard. Like, honestly, 
There's so many positives. Nobody's driving in our house except for Mike and I. And we got to get two cars fixed into the deal, into the repairman and get that home because nobody needed the car because why? Nobody's going anywhere. There are so many positives. Our animals, our pets are so excited that we're home. It's going to be a weird transition when nobody's home again, but that's okay. We'll deal with that then. Positives, people. Is there a book or six that you haven't read that you want to read? Are there movies? Oh my goodness, even me, busy me. I've caught up on a bunch of movies on Netflix series, Netflix series or just regular television series. There's so many positives. Is there a thing that you got cleaned that you haven't cleaned in forever? Like your attic? Mine still hasn't been touched. It is going to be very soon. There are lots of people not spending money right now, which can be, it's a little crazy for our economy. I get it. But unless you own Kohl's or JCPenney's, I would think it's probably best. We're still buying stuff. I, I, I got a sweater. It's in the mail. It'll get here in six weeks or less. But we're not buying as much, right? So we're saving some more money. I, I also understand there's the downside of that. Like we're not making, a lot of people aren't making as much money. I'm not trying to overplay this like we're all like sitting at home making bank. I get it. All I'm saying is, please find the positives. There is hope out there. There is hope. If anything, if nothing else, we are all of us, all of us, every single one of us are way more hygienic than we ever have been. I can't tell you how many times my kids tell me, have you washed your hands? Did you sanitize that doorknob? Did you spray your shoes? Did you take off your clothes yet and change into your other clothes? Like, we're all more aware of our hygiene. This is a positive, a big positive. I think a lot of us are learning how to sneeze into our elbows instead of into our hands and then touching things. At least I hope we are paying attention to that. Biggest pet peeve and has been for many years. Um, I just want to say that there's hope. Please don't give up hope. There's, a lot of, there's always going to be a negative. There's always going to be a positive too. It's a viewpoint. We have them. Let's think about them. Let's adjust them. And um, I mean, we're a global community. We're thinking broader now. It's not just about us. It's about those people dying who are compromised in whatever way. It's about those families who have need and how can we help them? I am watching my community in particular coming together and really trying really hard to help other people. And I think it's beautiful. I know times are tough. I get it. I totally get it. You can email me and yell at me if you want to. I totally get it. But I want you to know through it all, no matter what, God is bigger than all of this. He's got it. He knows the ending. Let's trust him. Let's find a positive. Let's get through it together. The tip for the week, don't give up. Highlights, we're all going through something. Some level of anxiety, depression, worry, fear, whatever it is during this pandemic. Deep breaths. Find what's positive. Do what you can within the constraints of this home staycation, we'll call it, to do the things you love. 
You aren't being punished, but people love you. They're trying to protect you. It's just like a mommy doesn't want the babies putting their finger in the light socket, right? We do things to protect them. This is all for our protection or somebody else's protection. Stay safe. Use grocery delivery services if you have to, if you should do that. I know it's that's even tricky right now, but you should do it. And if you want to use SHIPT, S-H-I-P-T, and you'd like a discount, use my code, D as in dog, 25048 when you sign up. If anyone out there is interested in starting a podcast, if anybody needs a musical score for their next music montage movie, trailer, whatever, any sound engineering assistance, please look no further than my main man, Nate, who edits all my stuff. Email me and I will gladly give you his information. And I'm going to stick it in my Buzzsprout notes on my podcast, which reminds me, I do use Buzzsprout for my podcast distribution. So if you are looking to do a podcast, I can definitely attest to the ease of this use because I am just not that clever. Buzzsprout gets your show list in every major podcast platform and can give you some pretty incredible stats. Click on my link in the show notes for more information. And don't forget to email me if your heart desires, but please keep it civil. Even if you're going to yell at me about what we just discussed, you can still be nice about it. A to Z with Amy Z at gmail.com. That's all for now.